0: Welcome to Imperfect Men, yet another Rexy pod that's rating all of the Founding Fathers from Andrew Adams to George Wythe. And today we are tackling a biggin, another biggin after last week's biggin,
1: which was John, John Adams.
0: Adams. So now we're talking about Samuel Adams.
1: Samuel. By the way, I'm Stephen. I'm Cody. Hi, hi, everybody.
0: Hi, everybody. <laughs> uh, yes, and to uh, celebrate the. Uh, th- this episode of Samuel Adams, Steve and I are both have a bottle of Samuel Adams Alpine Lager. Uh, yeah, sitting next to us that we are sipping from. Yep,
1: brisk so, and smooth. Thanks yes. to Cody, he's the one that brought this over. Yep, I've never had the Alpine Lager. I've had the Boston Lager.
0: But it's this it's, it's pretty solid. It's pretty I good. would
1: say it's pretty brisk and pretty smooth. Yeah, as it says.
0: Yeah, Teresa and I had this conversation recently. I've become a beer snob in the last few years. It's not. easy to do, especially yeah.
1: after you've had some good ones. You're like, okay, well, if beer can be good, then I'm going to be a snob about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, if it doesn't
0: have that little independent craft brewing logo on it, or I, I don't want it. Yeah. Or, or if it has the letters I, P, and A on it, I don't want it.
1: <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to support giant local like giant corporation, Anheuser-Busch yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, they're huge, and, like, they don't need the money. Yeah,
0: and I want beer, not water. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but anyway, Samuel Adams, uh, definitely one of the more well-known revolutionaries of the time. Probably partly because of the beer. Uh,
1: yeah, I would say so. I don't know if, I don't know if before this brewery came out, I don't know if you would ask people, be like, you know any of the founding fathers, if that would be one of them that they would say.
0: Yeah, Samuel Adams probably would, he would have been like, uh probably a B or C tier. Uh founding father. So um I think the beer was from
1: the beer is, was 19, Boston. Yeah, it's from Boston. Yeah,
0: 1984, so 1984,
1: yeah. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Before 1984, I about I highly doubt anybody would have known like like would have picked. It yeah. would been like George Washington, uh Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin. Yeah, they're like your A list. Yeah.
0: John At like John Adams like we kind of discussed kind of like
1: B really. list really yeah, B plus
0: list yeah Samuel Adams is probably like B minus list well, yeah, yeah. Uh, R C
1: yeah. even because yeah. like I said well maybe now because of the beer but yeah
0: yeah but uh, even then people probably like don't really know the details
1: exactly well that's what we're here for yes
0: exactly uh, I'll segue there I'll pat myself on the back for that one. <laughs> so Samuel Adams born September twenty seventh seventeen twenty two in Boston. So he's a little bit older than his cousin John. Other uh, They're second cousins, so they're not like, they don't have the same grandparents, but you know, they're, they're you know, related to each other. And they know each other. Yeah. Uh, Samuel Adams, son of Samuel and Mary Adams. So Samuel is a junior. Man, there
1: are a lot of Sam Adams. A lot of yes. Samuel Adams. Yeah. Because yeah. so they like. They're
0: all, only have like five names to pick from, so. Yeah,
1: and like Andrew Adams, like I was saying, like his, his dad's name was Samuel too. Yeah. And they're no relation. Nope. <laughs>
0: uh both of his parents were devout puritans so samuel jr Our samuel had a you know strict you know puritan upbringing wow okay uh samuel senior was a prominent local leader uh he served in the massachusetts legislature for a time uh samuel jr he graduated from harvard in 1743 with a master's degree uh, an ma master of arts uh events Surrounding his father's involvement in a currency scheme in the early 1740s influenced Samuel's views on the British government. Basically, how I didn't full I don't fully understand it. Still, basically, his father was one of a few uh, local prominent leaders who were um, basically trying to widen the currency pool. Basically, like it was almost like kind of like setting up a bank and the bank failed. Oh, kinda okay, I understood it, but
1: kind of like a but it was. It sounded to me like it was illegal because it was a. It uh, no, like a it wasn't
0: strictly illegal. It was just kind of like kind of was gray areas. Oh, okay. yeah. Gray area. So, but like, uh, but it failed, and Samuel Senior was on the hook for part of it. Um, so, uh, those actions had opened the family up to lawsuits for several years, which quote served as a constant personal reminder that Britain's power over the colonies could be exercised in arbitrary and destructive ways. End quote. Mm-hmm. So he's getting sued by the government or people, bankers back in England, and Samuel, like our Samuel Jr., he's seeing like you know, Britain can kind of just arbitrarily just impose its will on the colony. So he's getting a, getting education that early on. Okay, yeah. Uh, despite also being given a substantial loan by his father to start a business, Samuel squandered it. He oh. was, quote, a man utterly uninterested in either making or possessing money. Well,
1: he did graduate with a master's in arts. So.
0: Yeah. So his money just wasn't important to him.
1: Yeah, it sounded like he had other priorities, obviously.
0: Yeah. Uh, afterward, he worked in the family malt house for a time. Ooh. Not a brewery.
1: Yeah, they made malt, though. But,
0: but, yeah, malt house, a so close. Yeah, very. I mean, was, that's adjacent. Yes. <laughs> that's, I mean, it's, it's beer it adjacent, yes. Yeah,
1: you malted the barley to make the beer, yep. so.
0: Uh, At around the same time, he began writing political essays. Uh, He married Elizabeth Checkley in 1749 and eventually had six children with her. Dang. Uh, He was first elected to political office in 1747, so just a couple years before. And he was later elected as Boston's tax collector in 1756. So he's a guy going around collecting people's taxes. Uh, He must have not been very popular. Well, he was because he rarely collected the taxes.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It made him popular, but it resulted in large personal debts, because he was on the hook for this lost tax revenue. Oh, jeez. So, a lot of people liked him, but uh, eventually a lot of it was just paid off by friends, or just written off after he became a prominent uh, patriot leader. Ah. So, you know, he's building those (laughs) links with the community early.
1: Well, no, that's, yeah, smart thinking.
0: Yeah. Uh, Fortunately, his wife Elizabeth died in 1757, uh, after a short illness. Uh, He... Samuel emerged as a leading voice uh, in the years following the French and Indian War in, uh, in Boston. Uh, he incited public fervor through increasingly radical essays and newspaper columns. So he just was well, he's, he's like writing opinion pieces in the local newspaper. Yeah, a lot of them did that. Mostly the Boston Gazette. Yeah. Uh, he remarried in 1764 to Elizabeth Wells. Uh, they didn't have any children, but they remained married for the rest of their lives. Oh, that's uh, nice. Samuel was elected to the Massachusetts legislature in 1765, partly due to his rather outspoken opposition to the Stamp Act. Okay, it was around this time the Stamp Act. If you remember, in our first episode, was like when you, the British required a stamp on all these legal documents You're and right. everything. You know, they're taxing and everything. And yeah, yeah, people are opposed to that, and he gets elected to the state legislature on that uh, basis yeah due to his uh, opposition to it right yeah yeah so um as tension increased in the late 1760s Adams continued to push for reform but stopped short of independence which was a uh, independence like at this time it wasn't it was a very very radical idea most people weren't really on board with it yet uh they sure they wanted reform but not complete uh, a complete break with Britain, right yeah so samuel was kind of in that bunch he was moving in that direction slowly but surely but he wasn't mm-hmm. quite there yet yeah uh there were some tensions back and forth between him and the governor of massachusetts um just various different disputes and uh protests counter-protests all sorts of things so boston is kind of in turmoil at this time and the british bring in some troops to restore order
1: Uh well we know yeah. how that goes <laughs>
0: The Boston Massacre. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yes, yep. Yeah. Uh, after the massacre in seventeen seventy, Samuel helped persuade his cousin John to serve as the defense counsel for those soldiers. Like, like really? we talked about last week. I didn't mention last week, but Samuel was one of them who persuaded John to, hey, hey maybe you should defend these guys.
1: Wow, I didn't. Okay, yeah. that's something I did not know.
0: However, Samuel was displeased with the verdict.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Hey, John. Did, maybe, he did too well.
1: <laughs> yeah. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, he uh, didn't want your your cousin to win. Like, okay.
0: Yeah. Um. He thought they were guilty of murder when six of them got off and two of them uh were just convicted of manslaughter, so right, murder. Right. Yeah. Uh, Samuel wasn't happy with it. Uh, in the period following the massacre, Samuel was one of the activists behind forming committees of correspondence. If you remember, in our first episode, we discussed these committees of correspondence would form just to kind of keep everybody else apprised of what was going on. Like what, what are the British up to? What are the troops doing? Right. Um, they're like a
1: town, like a watch. Kind yeah. Of, kind of. Yeah. And they're letting keep an eye, know. keep an eye on everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Like uh, a contrary, neighborhood watch. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, Adams did not found the sons of Liberty. He did not found them. Okay. Uh, but he became closely associated with that group
1: briefly what's the sons of liberty
0: uh sons of liberty it was essentially just an activist organization uh that would organize protests or like demonstrations against british like unpopular british okay. acts you know these type like target you know, target feathering people oh, like oh tax okay collectors, yeah. you know, uh raising the liberty polls you know that kind of thing okay all so, right yeah he didn't found them which tends to he just tends to get conflated as doing that but he, he didn't found them Okay. Uh, But like I said, he was closely associated with several members of that group. In May 1773, Parliament passed the Tea Act, an attempt to crack down on tea smuggled to the colonies. Okay. Uh, Adams, as he typically did, led an organized opposition to the act in Boston. He spoke out against it. And in one of these speeches at the Old South Meeting House on December 16, 1773, he's giving this speech... And he notices that people are you know getting fired up about the this whole situation and several of them are leaving okay and he's like trying to like hey you know don't don't leave yet I'm not done I'm not done
1: <laughs> he's like hey what are you I'm are talking yet? here
0: <laughs> about 30 to 130 which historians we can't na- we can't nail that down anymore
1: <laughs> what well, that's a big that's
0: 130 men
1: that's a big difference
0: it is but they boarded three ships in Boston Harbor and threw their cargoes of tea overboard. And that okay, became Boston. Became known as the Boston Tea Party.
1: So we don't know if it was thirty or a hundred and thirty. How do you not know there. that? How do they not know that? That's weird. That's kind of like it's
0: probably like different accounts from like mean, there's different peoples. Yeah, so yeah, so it's like, like the
1: it, telephone thing, like. It was like, they're like, you know what? Me and my buds went over and did this. And everybody's like, there was a thousand of them. And they <laughs> yeah. burned the ships to the ground. And the next
0: and- I say, next, week, well, I only saw 30 people doing it. <laughs> yeah, it was like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it was 130. <laughs> yeah. It's so like, it's, no. like it,
1: it's Yeah.
0: Yeah, I say split down, middle, say 80. Um, yeah,
1: right. <laughs>
0: uh, Adams's involvement is still debated. Uh, while... He may not have planned it or intended to incite a mob to action. He defended the action afterwards as a legitimate protest. So, so it's kind of debated on whether or not he purposely incited the mob to do this. But given the fact he he actually didn't want like mob violence, he was like he wanted like you know not necessarily like like, you know Gandhi style nonviolent protest, but. He didn't want mob,
1: yeah, right. unchecked
0: mob violence because that would look bad.
1: Well, and it, that gets out of control really quickly. Exactly. Um, and just throwing some tea in the water—that's not a huge. It's not violent no, Unless, hurt. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, there weren't people hurt, right? What? During that, or were there?
0: Uh, probably somebody got punched,
1: but. I mean, yeah, but I mean no, that's no, like no, mild. The Masa violence. massacre again. Right. Exactly.
0: So. Um, so. Like I said, he defends it. Uh, he's selected as a delegate to the First Continental Congress in September 1774. Adams, he, he'd actually been one of the first to call for a, quote, Congress of American States, and quote, to meet annually to discuss problems. He's one of these people who's like, hey, we should all get together every so often and you know, kind of work things out how we want to respond to Britain. He's one of the first people to call for that in the years leading up to it. Okay. Now, before leaving for Philadelphia... Adams had called it uh, for a meeting of Massachusetts patriot legislators, like these like-minded people, to meet in Suffolk County in Massachusetts to discuss steps to combat British tyranny, and helped uh, Joseph Warren draft a series of proposals. These became known as the Suffolk Resolves. Uh, Joseph Warren—he may be somebody who gets a bonus episode. Um, he didn't. I don't. He didn't sign any of the documents, but. He was very important in the very early revolution. Uh, he was actually he was a general. He was killed at the battle Bunker Hill. So he gets oh dang. like very early in the war. Okay, uh, but he's promised. So he, he may get a bonus episode at some point. But um all okay.
1: right
0: So, Suffolk resolves. They reach uh, the Continental Congress in October, and they were readily accepted by the body. Uh, basically, they called for, uh, at least for Massachusetts, a boycott of British goods. Like hey, you know. Everybody in Massachusetts State boycott British goods. Word of that reaches um, the Continental Congress, and they're like, you know what, that's a good idea. Let's do that on a national scale. Oh, dang. And that's how we get the Continental Association, the first of our documents, which was signed by Adams. So there's document number
1: one. Dang, okay, all right.
0: Uh, He was selected as a delegate to the second Continental Congress to meet in May 1775. But before he goes there, this is April 1775, he's kind of making his way. Adams, along with John Hancock, uh, was staying in Lexington, Massachusetts, when Paul Revere shows up to warn Adams and Hancock that the British were coming.
1: N- uh That's real? Yes. Oh, wow. I thought that was exaggerated, but maybe not.
0: Revere, like, the exaggeration is that Revere was the only person involved.
1: That's what yes. it was. Okay, yeah, th- there was more people than yes. just him. Yeah. But that's that's crazy, that that, yeah. that actually... He that, actually and walked he in. There was like the British, are coming, the British are coming, and they're he like, may, like he may yeah. not have said that
0: specifically, but now I feel poem. But <laughs> yeah, <right. you> know, <laughs> I don't think anybody said one if I land, two if I see type of thing. But
1: uh, you never know; they spoke different back then.
0: But uh, but yeah, he shows up and warns them that the British are coming. Up uh, yeah. while they weren't specifically singled out as the British, they did have general orders to arrest like malcontents and patriot leaders. Um, and they weren't coming specifically for them; they were coming for. The powder. The gunpowder. Oh, okay. Because, all right, we can't have this rebellious colonial militia have all this gunpowder. Yeah. Uh, Adams and Hancock fled ahead of the British troops, who reached Lexington on April 19th and met the colonial militia in battle, kicking off the American Revolutionary War. They barely escaped ahead of the British. Dang. Who would have arrested both of them? Uh, But they do make their way to the Second Continental Congress... Um, and Adams, he, he wasn't involved in drafting the Declaration. We kind of discussed that last week a little bit. Uh, but he was uh, instrumental behind the scenes, kind of moving toward some of these moderates towards independence. Okay. So like he's kind of like a you know, backroom deal. Yeah. Kind of like a, a, in, in legislatures there's a, there's a person known as a whip. It's a position. <laughs> Sounds um, a little kinky, but okay. A little bit. <laughs> Well, basically, it's to essentially whip all uh, the people in your party to vote you. a certain
1: way. Well, yeah, because you know horses and stuff—they whipped horses. That's because it's different time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's why they the, say the, that
0: politicians are no better than barn animals. So,
1: well, well yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So, but
0: yeah, yeah I,
1: I just remember him in the Samuel Adams. I forget who he plays him in the HBO series, but. I remember him coming up to John in the series and being like, "Listen, we got to act now." But that was like during the, the, uh, the, the Boston Tea Party. Yeah. Like he comes up, he's like, "Look, this is the time we have to act." And I
0: remember him like in Assassin's Creed Three.
1: <laughs> what? He's in Assassin's Creed Three?
0: Yeah, he's not a target, but he's like your your guy you're playing as is supposed to like help him like you know start some of these riots and stuff like that and like your guys like he's, he's helping with the Boston Tea Party and stuff like that oh that's kind of, okay that's yeah, funny so, but like which is not exactly what he was doing but anyway um uh yeah so he's working behind the scenes uh pushing some of these moderates towards independence because yeah. like I said you know independence was still kind of a radical idea at the time but it was slowly a lot of these delegates are kind of coming around to it and he was
1: one of the first to be like okay we need to we need independence okay
0: yeah uh, he voted in favor of independence in july 1776 and signed the declaration so there's oh document number two
1: dang
0: he was also appointed to the committee that drafted the articles of confederation no way yep because, because there were 13 members of the committee one for each state yeah one for each colony and he was the person from massachusetts dang
1: okay wow okay
0: uh, and he will get into like the details of it in a little bit but he's signed the articles in 1778 after Massachusetts ratified so there's document number 3
1: he signed 3 of the yeah. how many documents that we're talking four. about four wow okay
0: he also served on the committee that drafted the Massachusetts constitution in 1780 but he largely deferred to his cousin John as we talked about last week right
1: yeah john wrote the constitution for massachusetts much, basically
0: yeah. Uh, Samuel, he retired from Congress in 1781 and was elected to the Massachusetts Senate in 1782 where he served as president. So he's kind of just, he's getting older. He's like in his 60s at this point so he's like not wanting to travel uh, so he's like, yeah, I don't want to be in Philadelphia. I'll just stay in Boston, you know. Yeah, it's his home. Because, you know, the legislature could just be like, you're yeah, just down the street. So, right. um, he was kind of hesitant to accept the new u.s constitution when it came up in 1788 for ratification by massachusetts uh but he did end up voting for it um on the condition that uh it could be amended to include a bill of rights this was a condition that a lot of uh people a lot of the legislators in various various states had with it like that was the issue like uh, it doesn't have a bill of rights i don't know if i can vote for this so like a lot of them were promised, like, hey, we'll get to, just ratify it now. First thing we do, Bill of Rights. Okay. And I think within a couple of years, like, the Bill of Rights was ratified a part of it. So, Okay. So, that was, like, you know, one of the first things that got done. Uh, he was elected as the Lieutenant Governor of Massachusetts in 1789. But, like, pretty much every number two in government didn't really do much. <laughs> He succeeded John Hancock as governor upon Hancock's death in 1793, so he's a governor now, and he served until his own retirement in 1797, so by this time he's about 75 years old. Dang. He died on October 2nd, 1803 in Boston at the age of 81.
1: Dang. Lived a nice long life. He did, you know. Especially back then.
0: Yes. In memory of Samuel Adams, let's take a drink of Samuel Adams' beer.
1: (laughs) Well, it's not his beer, but it's, you know, in
0: honor of him. Yeah, I wonder how many people think that he, like...
1: He made the he yeah. his, his brewery or something? Yeah. I, I well, remember. he was a malter, so... No, that's
0: probably why they named it after him. Probably, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, close enough.
1: Well, and apparently he's, a, you know, bossing his own son, so...
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a good beer, it's good. It's delicious.
0: I mean, it's from the 80s, they could have named it after Sam Malone. <laughs> Sam Malone beer. I mean, he ran a bar!
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people are going to get the there, the Cheers reference, but okay.
0: They should. <laughs> if there is not a Boston brewing company that does not have some sort of Cheers or Sam Malone relate or Norm beer, that is a travesty on humanity.
1: <laughs> I don't know. We, I I've I've been to Boston once, and it was years ago. Uh, yeah, me too. And uh, I didn't get to go to the Cheers bar.
0: I, I didn't go to the bar, but I did go to the street corner where the sign is. Because the sign is still yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I made sure, you know. I, I
1: didn't did, even get to do that. Bad. But, yeah, I got to. Yeah,
0: like, my girlfriend at the time was, like, rolling her eyes. I'm like, don't roll your eyes at this. Yeah, no, it's cool. I spent all day at the aquarium for you. And I didn't want to. So you're going <laughs>
1: to indulge me with this. No, I love Boston. Boston was awesome. Oh, I yeah, enjoyed I would, it. I would definitely go back. Oh, yeah. There's so many. See, I, I did get to see everything. Yeah. I I saw most of the historical places, like uh, U.S as constitution see, and I didn't see that it's amazing yeah well, we're getting off topic here yeah
0: um travel recommendation go to boston yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's very, it's very if, you, if you love history go to boston if you love seafood go to boston oh god yes oh yeah, uh, yeah. clams
1: King. and uh that's so good uh, yeah anyway yeah anyways
0: My mouth's watering <laughs> so so yeah that is the life of samuel adams jr i guess <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah samuel, samuel.
1: adams junior
0: yes junior junior okay so our first category perpetual union Uh, how important were they to the drafting of any of the four founding documents so like i said good
1: so i didn't let me get this clear make this clear he did not sign the constitution no okay
0: no he was not in he was not part of the constitutional convention okay so yeah okay um but he, he was, was still in boston at the time but yeah. but it, but he you know supported it when it came up for ratification in massachusetts okay so. cool so all right f- that counts for anything um yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so he like i said he provided the framework for the suffolk resolves Ooh. which greatly influenced the continental association yeah that's a big one it's so like you know and he's in first continental congress so he's probably he's contributing to this document to like there are a couple of documents that came out of it, but the Continental Association is the first, is the most important one. Um, so he definitely contributes to the spirit of that, if not the exact lettering of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he worked behind the scenes to push moderates towards independence during the debate the debate of the Declaration in the Second Continental Congress. So again, didn't write it, didn't wasn't involved with the writing of it, but pushed yeah. for its adoption.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's it's important. It is important. Yeah, I mean, it, it's if, not if you're as, against it, that's a, you know, be a problem. Yeah, so.
0: it, it, it it's nowhere near as the importance of Jefferson or even John Adams, who, ed, who helped edit it. But you know, he's still speaking important. on its behalf. Yeah. Uh, as I said, he served on the committee that drafted the Articles of Confederation, which unfortunately reflected Adams's view that a. Uh, uh, view that a weak central government was preferable to a strong federal, to a strong central government. Okay. He wanted a weak central government and strong state governments, which...
1: I don't, I mean, I don't, I hate that idea. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, it didn't work. Because oh. that's what the articles were, basically, and they oh. ended up not working. I gotcha. So like, so, like, that's the whole reason we needed a constitution to, like, strengthen the central federal government. Because it uh. couldn't do anything. It couldn't collect taxes, it couldn't Right, I got gotcha. you. It was just dysfunctional. So, he pushed for those ideas, but they didn't work. And there were several, even in the drafting of the articles, he had several other proposals that were also just rejected. Quote, Adams had prepared himself almost a complete code of laws, but many were rejected, though with great caution and an explanation of each particular impropriety from a dread of too much offending the great man, End quote. So, basically... <laughs> He came up with all these ideas. He, he basically had this thing written how he wanted it, and uh, everybody was like, "Uh, you know, maybe that's maybe Sam. That, that's it's not the best idea." It, don't care. I'm glad you came up with it. I'm glad you're contributing, but maybe let's not do that.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think we'll, about we'll
0: it. We'll table it for later. Yeah,
1: don't, don't worry about it. He'll yeah. will come back. Don't yeah, worry. <laughs>
0: we'll, we'll figure out to it.
1: He was like, "Fine, that's fine."
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe he contributed to, like, the broad structure of it, but he also wasn't the only one with that opinion. Mm. So right. how much influence I, I, he had on it.
1: and You know, you know it, it all it's all the mindset. You know, it, he was thinking, like, yeah, the states governing themselves would be yeah. a better idea because, you know, th- who's going to know better how to manage their people than mm-hmm. the state itself? I, and I get that. You yeah. know, I understand that. Like I said, it's, when I'm thinking about it, you know, it's like, yeah, it kind of makes sense. But... Not at the time, because no. they just didn't have a anything. They didn't have enough of money. They didn't have enough anything, so...
0: Yeah, it, it, it's just, it's... He's well-intentioned. Yeah, no, <laughs> he yeah. <meant> well.
1: <laughs> yeah. He Yeah. well. Yeah, he was trying to help.
0: <laughs> uh, again, he voted for ratification of the Constitution, but was one of many to do so on the condition that the document be amended to include a Bill of Rights. Which is good.
1: Yeah. That's a good thing.
0: So... What do you want to give him for a Perpetual Union?
1: He did quite a bit. I mean... He did. But he didn't, like... Besides maybe the articles... I don't know. That's hard to say.
0: So like he, he gave Joseph Warren the framework, the inspiration for the Suffolk Resolves. Like, he didn't write them himself. Right. And they, you know, in turn inspired the Continental Association. Which, again, he was there, so he probably contributed... He, he, he contributed to that
1: that's quite a bit that's like that's But good.
0: it's like it's not like he wrote the whole thing himself he didn't come up with it himself so it's like he's he's contributing these ideas he's not the one writing them
1: right you know? yeah
0: or, or putting them into, putting, yeah, yeah yeah so like th- this is kind of hard for me because also it's like how much do you want to give somebody for you know, voting to approve one of these things as opposed to actually directly involved in crafting it.
1: Well, I mean, he was directly involved, but you're saying he gave the framework. Yeah. I mean, well, that's I mean, pretty true. I, mean, like,
0: I mean, like, for the Declaration as well. All the de- Declaration. Yeah.
1: Um, he, that's the one one he signed, right? He signed he,
0: it. He didn't d- contribute to writing it, but he pushed people towards, you know...
1: Yeah, that was... That's not... Yeah, that would be, like, a point or yeah. a point and a half, you know?
0: So it's really the Continental Association and the Articles. Those are the two big ones. Which... Of the four documents are the two lesser <laughs> like like the declaration of yeah. the Constitution are the more important of the, the two most important of the four. Sure, yeah. So But
1: without the others would you know, we wouldn't have got two yeah, the more
0: important ones. Yeah.
1: So you gotta think of it that way too. Um Man, I wish I remember what I gave John Adams.
0: If you hold for a moment I can look.
1: Uh, I wanna say I gave him like a eight. Or something, or something high. You
0: gave him a ten, I think, for this category.
1: I don't know if I gave him a ten. I think I'm not a big, you know, person that I'm not a person that goes one way or the other to the extreme. Usually,
0: you gave him a ten.
1: I gave him a ten. You gave John Adams
0: a ten. I gave him a nine.
1: Oh, dang. Okay. All right.
0: So John Adams got a nineteen in this category, and you know who got zero? Andrew Adams. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: he was there. (laughs) <laughs> um, one time. Um, man, I would say that if I gave John a ten, because I mean he did. I, I mean he worked on the important ones, and he like drafted and edited. He edited like, the
0: Declaration. He worked on the Continental Association with Samuel, but he didn't work on the other two.
1: Yeah, but the he did the two bigger ones, so I'm gonna give him an eight. Then yeah,
0: give him an eight. I'm going to give him a six. Whoa. Yeah, it's like... A six? Yeah, it's like, I I can't bring myself to give him a seven. Because it's like...
1: I mean, he did push for the other ones, so, like, the big big ones. And at that...
0: uh, Yeah, let let me work through it this way. Okay, so let's give him a... I'll give him a point for pushing people towards voting for independence for the Declaration. Yeah. I'll give him a half a point for voting for ratification of the Constitution. Because, I mean, the Massachusetts vote was close for ratification. He may have like, and he was like, his clout probably tipped the scales a little bit.
1: Well, you might, then he might think about that a little, yeah, a little more, because if it's, but if it, you think he tipped the scales, that's a bigger con- contribution. It, it made, Maybe. If you think that, though, Maybe, if you're though. thinking he might have, so you might want the, to put like a point or a, a two I, I, points I, I to that. I, no, I, I mean, you got 10 points to work with here.
0: I know. So that's 1.5. I give him a 6.5 total. Ooh. 6.5.
1: First point 0.5.
0: Yeah. It's like I can't bring myself to give him a 7. So.
1: Okay. I'm so still staying with 8.
0: With an 8 and a 6.5, that is a 14.5. Nice. For Perpetual Union. We the people. So what was his legacy outside of those four documents?
1: Mm, What was it?
0: Well, I mean, all those actions he took to oppose the British. Yeah. uh, Leading up to the Revolution. Leading up to all those documents. One of the most prominent patriot leaders in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. uh, Just constantly hammering away, hammering away, hammering away. Pushing people, hey, this isn't right. This yeah. isn't right. We need to protest this. No taxation without representation.
1: Yeah, yeah he was out there, you know, making speeches, all yes. kinds of stuff. So, so even, even though people were walking out, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well <laughs> they probably yeah, just didn't want to hear it because
0: maybe he incited them to the mob. Man. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, I don't think he did, or at least didn't intentionally do it. Um, like opposing the governor, mm-hmm. um, the the royal governor who was appointed by the king right. um opposing british troops in boston All right doing what he could like setting up these committees of correspondence which were important um he did a lot yeah so what what do you what do you uh, it, well he was also governor of massachusetts <laughs> All right in 79 this <laughs> like t- kind of towards the end and he was just like right. just coasting along right he
1: did a lot of like before that, he was like the second guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he was—he probably took those positions so he didn't have to do too much. He's like, I did my part for the revolution. That's just his pension. Yeah, <laughs> I'm old now. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, dang, dang, dang. I mean, he did do a lot to push that stuff. I'm gonna give him a nine on that.
0: A Nine. Yeah, cause like if. Because the revolution started in Massachusetts and it started in Boston. And is the mob, not the, not the mob, are the people incited to revolt if he is quiet?
1: Maybe, but not as maybe. quickly and not no. as if maybe it's effectively. Yeah. Because he organized a lot of things. Yes.
0: So. I'm gonna say a seven. A seven.
1: seven, okay.
0: Because it's like I don't want to give him too high because it's like I know there's people coming up who are going to be like who are going to get a ten in this category. Whoa, so like, like Washington. You know, no. There's no way, no. <laughs> He's not so. so. <laughs> Washington, who's that? Washington. 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 So you're giving a nine? Yeah, I'll give him a nine. A uh, seven. So that is a sixteen for We the People articles of impeachment how scandalous were they scandalous if you remember he it said he had a puritan upbringing
1: right that could go either way <laughs> it could <laughs> like it could
0: go you know witch trialy way uh-huh. or it could go no personal scandal at all type of way
1: yeah <laughs> or it could go even you know you have that no personal scandal or you have witch trial or you have i'm a crazy partier everybody get down
0: <laughs> well no witch trial so yeah that's good Um, not really any personal scandal, but maybe some, like, public... I'll I'll just... Yeah, go ahead. Go to... Um, I do want to just say this first, though. Many of the mob actions in Boston leading up to the revolution have historically been attributed to Adams as a master instigator and provocateur. (laughs) That's how he's kind of set up in Assassin's Creed (laughs) 3. Um, but he didn't approve of mindless mob violence. So it's like, a lot of this stuff, he... Probably didn't do. Right. So, which yeah, means okay. going to reduce his scandal score, but I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Um, in 1773, he publicly released, uh, well, he came into this, uh, publicly released a damning correspondence between the governor, Thomas Hutchinson, and his lieutenant, Andrew Oliver, about how to respond to colonial protests, like with troops and stuff. Okay. Um, the publication of the letters forced Hutchinson to step down, so he forced out the governor... By publicly publishing these, this like private correspondence—that's
1: <laughs> a uh, unethical. Yeah, but uh, to a point, you no. Know, that's not like he, he he's not it, doing it just to do it.
0: He did it to score political points. Right. He did it to remove a political opponent. Eh. It's kind of skeezy a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. I'd, I'd give him a half point for that. Yeah, but uh but I'm not done, but um I don't know if this is worth anything, but again he argued that the Boston Tea Party was not an act of a lawless mob, but a legitimate protest.
1: Yeah. I mean
0: He he sees this what is essentially a mob action and he's like, I'm gonna use this.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean I'm why sure. would he? I mean it's a big event happening, and there was Thirty to hundred and thirty people there, <laughs> and they were, you know, all uh, yeah, they were throwing tea into the harbor and stuff, yeah. and maybe calls, causing a ruckus, yeah. And but they weren't like destroying shops, rioting, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So true. it was more of a peaceful protest than you know yeah. other things. Other things could have been. I just
0: been. figured
1: I'd mention it just to, yeah, you know, yeah. So
0: I, I, you know, maybe not for that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Beca- just because it kind of was yeah. not. It wasn't as bad as it could have been,
0: right? Uh, he did advocate for harsh punishment punishment of loyalists, so those still loyal to britain uh including confiscation of property and banishment even after the war He <sighs> didn't want any people anybody who was a loyalist to be in massachusetts which uh,
1: uh, again you know it's one of those things like they 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 could be there to sabotage stuff if they're still loyal to Britain uh, yeah
0: but i mean if like if if you're you know joe farmer mm-hmm. and he's just like you know what i i just i'm not really into the political thing like i i still think we should be a part of britain but i don't want to be involved uh, he can paint you as a loyalist
1: i mean yeah but i mean uh, again I, we don't know was that was it joe farmer or was it some politician that could have actually done something or something Both. like that or I mean, or I mean, like I mean, a general or like I mean, they whatever
0: were, they were they were your basic you know just Run-of-the-mill people on the street who were like no, I th- I don't think we should break from. Breaking. Do you
1: think he was going down the street saying, "Oh, you're a loyalist, get out of here," like to just people on the street, or do you think yeah. he was it was more towards the you know the the upper class, the politicians, and stuff like that? He
0: didn't think any loyalists should be allowed in Massachusetts. Okay, all right. So, which is a bit much. It's it's painting, a little vague. It's painting people with a broad brush. Yeah, it's vague. That You shouldn't do like I mean, to to essentially. Banish people from your state. Mm-hmm. Again, he still wanted this after the war, right? So during peacetime, just because they have a different political ideology than you. Yeah, I mean, I could, yeah. kind of, I could kind of see it during wartime, a little bit. Yeah, especially it's... if like if you're like outspoken about it, but during peacetime after the war, it's. I mean, it's kind of like... great.
1: They do that in Germany, you know, like people that are in the Nazi party or still want to say they're in the Nazi party. Like you get arrested for that there. So, I mean, I'm just saying like it, it's not that it wasn't that extreme, but there's it's a not, comparison, like, you know, like as far as it's not like a exact comparison. Obviously, no, it was a completely different situations, but. I don't know. It's weird. It's a, it's a hard thing to say whether yeah. he's right or wrong about that. It just depends on your personal view, really.
0: Uh, he opposed Shays' rebellion in 1786, stating that, quote, the man who dares to rebel against the laws of a republic ought to suffer death, end quote.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Those guys just wanted their money for, you know, being yeah, in they war. they had
0: legitimate grievances. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. <laughs> But no, they're rebelling against us. They, they should die.
1: No, okay, that's a little extreme. <laughs> yeah. That's a few points for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and he had a similar opinion during the Whiskey Rebellion. Okay. So, like, later on, like, when he was governor, but it's like, yeah, that's maybe not great.
1: He was just extreme. He was just like, you know what? You, you want to rebel? Death. I don't <laughs> care what it is. You just, you want your your money from the war? Dead. He was getting old. Yeah, he's like, I he's just time. grumpy. I time for this, <laughs> you just kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: So that's
1: a little harsh. So, so, yeah. so
0: that—that's that, what I got.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, shoot. I mean, that's <laughs> that. That's okay.
0: Now, um, now, no, do keep in mind, we got slave owners coming up. So I know that's what yeah. I'm thinking.
1: Yeah, I'm like uh, that. They're gonna be high on my lists. But see. Should they be low because you don't want them to be better?
0: Well, it isn't necessarily a judgment on like how good they were; it's how memorable they were. So if they're like really scandalous, you're going to want to remember them.
1: Okay, okay, but that but it kind of counts towards whether or not they're a founding father or floundering father, right?
0: Well, I mean that's kind of why, why we don't base off the points at the end. We just kind of just make the judgment call: like, hmm, is he worth remembering?
1: Ah, uh, okay. So, all right, all right. That's fair, fair, yeah. fair. Okay, let me think then. I'm gonna give him like a five.
0: A five? I'm gonna give him. I think I'd probably give my half point for the correspondence because that's a little skeezy. Eh. The loyalist thing, yeah, it doesn't. It's a little uh, icky, <laughs> but but like when you take it in context with the fault with what I said afterwards, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it comes, it makes a little bit more. Uh.
1: <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> it does because you're like I'm just...
0: gonna give him a two and a half.
1: Oh, okay. That's lower than I thought.
0: Well, because again, I'm thinking like slaveholders. Like, what am I gonna give them when they come? Oh, up? they're so. gonna
1: be way higher on mine too. But like, so. it's one of those things. I think what did it for me was the, you know, the, the uh, soldier thing. It's like these guys wanted their pay for fighting for their, their country. Like. Yeah death <laughs> like okay <laughs> yeah that's no i think that's what did it for me i pushed yeah. it up to a five for me because i was thinking like three maybe or four yeah. and then i was like no that's messed up yeah. <laughs> that's messed up
0: okay so that's a seven and a half for articles of impeachment so the whites of their eyes Ooh. so what do you look like i'm using the Copley portrait I'll from 1772. I'll just look on the
1: bottle here, and there he is. <laughs> well, that's just... <laughs> no, yeah, that's the famous one.
0: Yeah, that's the one that's like on book covers and stuff like that. It's probably the one you've seen in textbooks.
1: Yeah, he's very pasty. He's got a nice red uh, suit on of the you know the time period. He's holding a scroll. He's holding a scroll, which I believe is one of those things that's like, you know, they're scholarly. they yeah. they, they, they know... No, they have knowledge about something that's why they put the scroll yeah. in their hand and then he's got books you know on his table not much in the background again there's uh columns in the background that that theme of like um roman, roman yeah. greek again philosophers that's where philosophy comes yeah. from makes sense um he's got his powdered wig on of course because that was the the rage
0: a lot of these guys when they would write those political essays they would Write them under pseudonyms. A lot of times, they were like kind of Roman me sounding. See that, yeah.
1: So that's I think that's why that's there. And then he he's very pasty. He's a very pasty man, (laughs) Uh, but again, he's English. You know, well, English descent. So kind of makes sense. Um, He looks, you know, like a normal dude. Like he looks very honestly. This age and the the John Adams one, they look similar. I can see why how they're related you know what yeah. i mean
0: he's about he's about uh he's 13 years older than john
1: okay so. yeah yeah just, they just do look very similar <laughs> yeah except he's taller and a little and, taller
0: a little less portly yeah exactly so what do you gonna give him out of five.
1: Oh yeah this is out of five i'll give him a th- i'll give him a three
0: yeah that sounds about right um what did, what did we give I, I, gave, we'll, we'll I
1: gave John a four because I like. We both gave him a four. Yeah, be, just because.
0: Yeah, this one's a little less. I'm mean, yeah, I'm gonna go with three as well. Yeah. Um, I it, mean, it, it's better than middle of the road, but, but yeah, it's, it's it's pretty solid.
1: Yeah, it's a good painting. Yeah, very well done. I mean, a lot of them were back then. They had, they there wasn't a lot of terrible painters back then. I mean, there were some for sure, but
0: <laughs> yeah, so... not the ones
1: doing these guys. <laughs> yeah.
0: So a three and a three, that is a six out of ten for the whites of their eyes. Yeah. So, uh, bonus round. Uh. He signed the Continental Association. He signed the Declaration of Independence, and he signed the Articles of Confederation. Which three. Means he gets three bonus points. Heck
1: yeah! Is that more or less than John?
0: That's more. That's more two. Oh man! So probably you know family reunions. They're like, hey. uh... So, uh, hey, John, so, you know, I signed three of these things.
1: (laughs) What was you doing? Where were you at?
0: I was overseas. (laughs) Well, you know, the action is here, bro.
1: You should die. (laughs) (laughs) You were overseas? Death.
0: (laughs) You must be a loyalist. (laughs) You sound like Joseph McCarthy. So, that is a total of 47.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Which is the same number that John got.
1: Interesting, but <laughs> yeah. in di- for different reasons.
0: Yeah, they both got a forty-seven.
1: Different reasons, though.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I think we gave. Uh, let's really look a bit of a comparison here. Yeah, we gave Samuel got less in Perpetual Union. Mm-hmm. He got more in We the People. Mm-hmm. And he got less in The Whites of Their Eyes. And he got a hair less. In uh, Article's impeachment, but
1: But more in bonus.
0: More in bonus. So, but this last category, points don't matter. Points don't matter. Whose it Anyway, Points don't don't matter. (laughs) Is Samuel Adams (laughs) a founding father (laughs) or a floundering father?
1: (laughs) Of course, he's a founding father.
0: Yes. I mean, how can you, how can you not? Yeah, how
1: can we say if they got the same points John is and he is? I guess if it's like he had a ridiculous scandal of point. Yeah, I mean, he, he
0: could have done nothing and just been like a horrible, like, sex deviant. <laughs> or something. In the 17.
1: I don't know. It is, say, death to him a lot, but, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. weird. We'll but, yeah. To,
0: we'll, we'll get to the sex deviancy when we talk about Franklin. Well, of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, he's definitely a founding father. Obviously, yeah, I mean, he's probably. on this bottle I'm drinking out of for a reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he, he's definitely uh, like I said, probably not a a tier founding father like Washington or Jefferson or Franklin. Yeah. but yeah, so like he, he's you know pro- probably in the, the the next lower tier. Yeah, like so
1: I was saying before, like we he's he's probably only more known now because of the beer
0: because yeah, is, like his
1: face is on the bottle like it's kind of everywhere now
0: which is unfortunate i think
1: yeah cuz you know? he should have been known for what he did but they decided to go with you know this slogan or this this um what you, you know what he, uh, branding and uh you know that's so so more people know about him now which is a good thing and a bad thing you know it's a blessing yeah. and a curse
0: yeah it's like a, you know <laughs> somebody doesn't know we're talking about Samuel Adams, and they're like, the beer guy?
1: <laughs> yeah, the beer guy. Well, let me tell you, he's not just the beer yeah. guy, even though he did make malt. but
0: <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, that uh, old old Sammy.
1: Yeah, he's a interesting dude, yeah. I think.
0: So, next, time, next w- time, we will finally discuss our last Adams. There's another Adams in here. Holy crap. There's four Adamses. Okay. We'll be talking about Thomas Adams, Thomas, our first Southerner,
1: our first Southerner. Yep, where's he from?
0: Uh, you know what? Let me let me pull it up here. Let me pull up our master master craftsman sheet.
1: Is uh
0: he is from Virginia? Virginia? The is he? He's uh... from Virginia. Is he from, from below the Mason-Dixon line. Uh, oh, boy.
1: <laughs> uh, is he related to any of the... Uh, no. no. <laughs> Not even an, Andrew? No. Wow. Adams is just running around. How how you get them all mixed up, man? Uh, especially, was, there wasn't that many people back then, so you're like, oh, hi, Mr. Adams and like 10 people stand up. Oh, <laughs> just wait, there's two... And they're none of them are related. <laughs> just wait,
0: there's uh, two people coming from the same state with the same name.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But one of them has a middle name, so they can differentiate. Oh, you put like
1: the L or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right.
0: (sighs) All right. Next time, Thomas Adams.
1: Thomas. Big Tom. Thank you for listening. And be sure to check out my uh, other project, The Drunken Pawn. We're on YouTube and Twitter and Instagram.
0: And be sure to check out my other project, We Effed Up uh We're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and all the podcast players you found this on and also be sure to follow our podcast on Twitter at imperfect men pod
1: all right we'll see you guys next time on imperfect men.